0: Daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climes. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everyone. I am your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt bringing to you a special thanksgiving day episode we're taking the week off from our regularly scheduled programming to bring you a fun little one-shot for the holiday and with me are some very very special players playing s- some small angry little dwarf is the one the only mickey reynolds Hello. How are you doing, Nikki?
1: <laughs> I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. I think we're calling her Brunhilda.
0: Brunhild, Bruny.
1: A uh, Bruny, yeah.
0: Bruny. <laughs> Playing a very bitey little kobold. We have Gordon Proctor. You cannot tell me that
2: it doesn't fit perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Give us his full name right now. Hold on. Let's see if I can pronounce it. Reese, for short. I demand, <laughs> I demand you call me by my full name at all times. <laughs> and no, please don't. This will, will be terrible. And playing the
0: neo-anarchist penguin baby, <laughs> <laughs> we have Sam Gapik. <laughs> yep, there he is. That's him. Uh, So, for our special Thanksgiving episode, everybody, there's a point of order. Obviously, we're not going to be playing the regular game uh, this week. We're taking it off. And we're throwing together a fun little one-shot for you that is Thanksgiving-themed. And to do this, we have our our very special Akkwaz playing children in the Ten Towns area. It'll be a little offshoot, kind of one-off, fun little little session. So, to start it off, we have the town of Lonelywood, sitting on the the banks of Meridolden, with barely a fishing presence on the lake. They mostly rely on their timber industry to keep their town economy alive. The furthest from any of the big cities, Lonelywood is nearly in the outskirts of the Icewind Dale Tundra. Now, this creates a very unique living situation for the people of Lonelywood, where they're mostly left alone to their own devices. And that creates a very distinct upbringing for the children that live there. Now, with the rhyme of the Frostmaiden, In full swing. The forever night. Completely inundating everything in their lives. And seeing their parents. Very sad. The. Three best friends. The three children. Of Lonely Wood. Come together. In an abandoned barn. To make a plan. Because giving's day is coming. And this year. It's going to be extra special. They're going to go find the long-lost Tundra Turkey and bring it in for a wondrous meal of epic proportions for everyone in Lonelywood. So, let's start off by introducing our characters. How about that? We'll, we'll go with uh, Samwise. How about you uh, introduce your character real quick?
3: Sure. I will be playing the Kenku Uh, in this case, a penguin paladin named Tux. Uh, He has some very strong opinions, but he has not learned almost any words yet, so he has a very hard time expressing those opinions. As a, uh... And he runs around with plates strapped to his body, a (laughs) potlid shield, and a fire
0: poker longsword. So, um, let's, let's get the flavor out of the way first. So, Tux is a kinkoo by race, right? Yeah. But he's flavored as a little penguin person. Yeah, a little baby penguin. Little. So he's
3: still got like the uh, the brown down feathers.
0: <laughs> he's so, so
3: cute. No one really knows what his <laughs> real name is. Uh, the other two have just taken to calling him Tux because I guess they know he's a penguin. Because wah-wah doesn't really wah-wah make wah-wah much sense to call him. I'm going to call you wah-wah. I mean, that's all he says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a, what an amazing character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm excited. And f- for the spellcasters part, why don't we why don't we talk about our good friend Reese
2: here? Reese's a uh, little kobold. He uh, like many children, he likes to bite things. <laughs> but you know how most little kobolds have like a tail? His is just like a little two-inch nub that's insanely cute
0: <laughs> <laughs> what class is he he's we a got. wild
2: magic sorcerer
0: we like to, he likes to think that he's a sorcerer <laughs> oh he thinks he's a regular sorcerer yeah he Aww. just doesn't know how to control his abilities and we have the paladin penguin the paladin uh air quotes paladin then we have our little dwarven friend, Brunhilda, Bruni.
3: Bruni.
1: So Bruni, yeah, she is studying to be a barbarian, and like she's got these giant ears, and nobody takes her seriously because she's so cute. And so she went into her dad's shed and stole his axe, and is running around like trying to be the barbarian. That she
0: literally wants. the only one with anything resembling a real weapon. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's a wood cutting axe. Hey, but
2: hey I got a letter opener. It's close. Enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, these being the only kids in Lonelywood besides uh, the Havisham boy, but we don't talk about him. He's uh, a little unusual. <laughs> He's always standing at, at a distance, wanting to be a part of the group, but never in coming to introduce himself. <laughs> but we all know him because it's the Havisham boy. It's the Havisham boy. You are a very close-knit group of friends because you don't really have a choice. <laughs> um, So, you know, rough and tumble growing up on the frontier together, children. You play together, You, uh, your parents know each other, you know, and you spend most of your days out of the way not working and running around playing pretend one night there was a town meeting that you eavesdropped on and you found out that there were there was not going to be a giving day because there because of the rhyme of the frost food was too scarce and there was not going to be a feast and there was and the tundra turkeys were nowhere to be found now old man jenkins the the absolutely ancient fisherman of the village claims to have seen the biggest tundra turkey of all time and he says it's out there it's out there we just have to go find it and you took that as a <laughs> as a call to action You would go find the Tundra Turkey And bring it back and be the heroes of Lonelywood And celebrate it far and wide As the bringers of giving's day And So Setting up yourself with the best equipment ever A real axe A dagger Letter opener <laughs> Dagger And a fire poker and pot lid. You guys are planning your your adventure in an old abandoned barn at the outskirts of the of Lonelywood. Now, for our dear listeners, I have to, I want to preface all of this by saying they are children. So, what we had them do was roll up characters and then have all our ability scores and then have all of their ability scores. So having all of their ability scores has created kind of that like fail to win kind of mentality. So they're they're not going to do well on most of their roles. So just don't be surprised when they don't roll well. (laughs) Um, But that's okay. They're just kids. And most of the bad guys, most of the bad guys are pretend anyway until they aren't. So, with that, uh, the snowy day night <laughs> is in full swing, and you guys are huddled together in an abandoned barn. Take it away, folks.
3: Wah, wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. It's
2: giving a rousing speech. Do <laughs> not your anarchist rhetoric to me.
3: <laughs> wah, wah, wah.
2: Wah, wah. I know your father is great anarchist. I don't care.
1: <laughs> He's right, though. We need to go find this turkey?
2: Tundra turkey. Yeah. Sorry. A tundra turkey.
0: Oh, 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 oh. A tundra turkey is not a turkey at all. It's actually more of like a dodo kind of animal. It's a big, fat, fluffy bird. Uh, but it's just called a tundra turkey. Because a dodo bird isn't something that they... That have any idea what that is.
3: So, <laughs> so Tucks will mimic being an old man with a cane and one of his little hands behind his back. Like,
1: <laughs> the old man did say that the turkey was out there. Do you remember if he said what direction to head in by nature?
3: Do I remember? Uh, roll a history check. Dirty one. Wow. Starting off strong. <laughs> oh, this, oh
1: no. this is
2: how it's gonna be. I rolled a two.
3: I have a minus one to intelligence. And that's a
2: one. Uh, I'm going to. You just point in a random direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was northwest, not northeast. And <laughs> I'm going. Not north, I guess. Law.
0: Roll <laughs> north, north side uh, check.
2: I was gonna say deception, but okay. That is also a dirty one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're you guys are arguing over the semantics of north to east to northwest. Bruni, roll a survival check.
1: Okay. Set. Just a twenty, and then.
0: It's your, your survival on your skills. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. All
2: the way at the bottom.
1: Okay, I found it, yep. So I rolled a 15 and it's plus three, but how are we doing this with children?
3: Oh wait, so your it's total a plus s- three? Well, your total score for wisdom is halved. So what's your current wisdom score? On the sheet. On plus the sheet. One. 12. No,
0: what's what's, what's the this? score? Twelve. The f-
3: so you have a six. So
0: that's a good so And then Mine. you have Yeah, so you have proficiency. Plus two. plus two. So it's so a you, naked roll. So it's so it's a naked roll.
1: Okay. So fifteen, uh,
0: so 15 that's pretty Ooh, good. All right. oh, wow. Um that's a good grit. Yeah, you happen to know based on your your clan being from Kelvin's Kern in the, the Dwarven Valley. You happen to know that neither of those directions is frickin' correct, and that it's due
2: north towards <laughs> the Regeg Glacier.
1: Just tell me, you guys. I know where it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she says. So she says. Latina.
1: <laughs> so confident. False confidence. That's great. <laughs> 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 Do we have everything we need?
0: Everything you need is a a bag of jelly rolls that you stole from the bake- bakery, a couple of toys, a sleeping bag, one
2: sleeping bag, and a which actually <laughs> is all 3 of our binkies sewn together. <laughs> <laughs> and a sled, like
0: not a not a dog sled. A snow sled that you sit on and slide down a hill on. And you <laughs> prepared. And all of your stuff is loaded, like all of your gear, quote unquote, is loaded onto the sled. And it there's a rope on it that you usually hang onto when you like slide down, and you're just dragging it behind you with all the stuff on. It. <laughs> yep. Yes. Hundred percent.
1: Right. <laughs> Let's go. Ah, uh, what an adventure.
0: So you wander north out of the village uh, and into Icewind Dale proper, the tundra. The sounds of the village fade behind you and it quickly becomes apparent that you are not alone. You're being tracked. Bursting from the bushes is a is a uh, a clutch of rabbits roll, I need. Let's see, Reese roll a d one hundred.
2: Okay, <laughs> fifty
0: five. As they burst out, these three rabbits, you uh, you say, "Oh no, goblins!" And in your mind's eye, the rabbits transform into goblin marauders.
2: Yes. Oh, no, goblins. Dinomo, I can't no.
0: And they charge at you. Roll for initiative.
1: <laughs> I got a natural 20.
2: What Ooh. the hell? <laughs> Stop rolling so high. You're going to make us look bad. I got a nine. <laughs> 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 I got
0: a 12. <laughs> okay. So. Brun- Bruni's gonna go first, obviously. My... With your axe. With
1: my the
0: my the, the hair goblins are gonna go second. All three of them. Because they rolled higher than you guys. Because they have rabbit. They have rabbit dexterity, so they. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> and then. And then it will be Reese and then Tux. Uh, So go first there, Bruni. Oh
1: yeah. Uh,
0: They're standing all squared up in your mind's eye. You're you're imagining them squared up and ready. One's got a bow, the other one has a spear, and then one has a club. They're nasty, vicious goblins! I
1: mean, I imagine she'd run up and like, try to attack with her axe. Like, ah! And so make this... loud noises, because she's like, ah!
0: This, this two-foot-tall lima bean of a dwarf. <laughs> Absolute lima bean. <laughs> little acorn runs, <laughs> takes high steps through the thick snow, and sh- sh- in her mind's eye, she's this big, hulking, like, dwarven warrior, and she's raising her great axe high. But in reality, there's this little... This little nugget that's just like high tailing it through the snow through some bear at some very curious bunnies. I was <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> uh make an attack.
1: Uh, so I rolled a fifteen.
0: That's a hit. Okay. Doesn't matter your additives.
1: <laughs> or subtractives. Matter. That's good. And we're calling the axe I stole from my dad sh- the great axe, right?
0: It's the great axe, it's just a woodcutting axe It does a d6 right. damage Or it does a d8 damage, I'm sorry 8 damage, okay, cool.
1: I was gonna ask, I'm like, which one? 4
0: 4 damage So Brunhilda, the great dwarven warrior comes down with a great swing of her magnificent cursed axe of Agathoth and bites the first goblin down Falls down. In reality, she raises the axe. It's way too heavy for her above her head, and then plants it in the snow next to the bunny. And the bunny runs off. <laughs> and now she's trying to tug it out of the snow. Uh, in your mind's eye, you have cleaved this this goblet down the middle, and now your axe is stuck in the tundra, and you're ah. But you were just too strong. <laughs> that will be the <laughs> that will be the goblin with the bow he's going to take aim at the spellcaster the mysterious Reese in his thick cloak his devilish dagger uh, and fire off an arrow sizzling with magic a 15 to hit oh
2: I've been struck oh.
0: magic crackles across Reese's body as he's hit. It (laughs) it does four psychic damage.
2: (laughs) Oh, I have been grievously wounded. Go on without (laughs) me, no.
0: (laughs) The other one is going to use its its imaginary. Like club to bonk the baby dwarf on the head. He
2: goes yeah!
0: And bonk. But, but Bruni is a skilled warrior and ducks underneath the swing of the the club, and the uh, the goblin is caught off guard by the by the weight of his own swing. That brings us to Reese, who is gravely injured by a magical arrow. How far away are they? Like, like ten feet from you. Okay. But it feels like they're they're like miles, hundred yards from you. Okay. But in reality, the bunnies are ten feet from you. <laughs> and in reality, the the bunny that is watching Brunhild try to pull her axe out is just like nibbling on a sprout, and drops it by accident, and goes. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the axe swing or the, the club swing.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Reese. Oh, you cannot hurt me. I will get you back. out burning hands.
0: Roll a d100 for me. We're going full magic cast every time. It it could go wild. Like, it, it it's usually going to be wild. <laughs> Seventy. Oh, almost, buddy, almost. You throw out burning hands, and in your mind's eye, like flames jet out from your hands. You're. (sighs) In reality, a shower of sparks flies out of his hands and sprinkles across the the rabbit. Uh, Which one did you hit? The one that shot me sprinkles across the rabbit that is the, the the goblin with the bow and it startles the bunny and he, and it burrows quickly into the ground. <laughs> but in your mind's eye you have scorched this thing down to a blackened skeleton <laughs> And it it and you go that's for shooting me <laughs> And then we have, we have the paladin
1: I'm glad. So,
3: so Tux will see Reese get shot and
1: he go, go <laughs>
2: <laughs> so dramatic <laughs> I love this and he'll
3: run over to Reese and kneel down next to him like, rah, 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 and like grab onto him and do lay on hands and give him four feet
0: oh. uh <laughs> In your mind's eye, you 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 call upon the mighty divine strength of your gods to pour health into your grievously wounded comrade. In reality, there's like a little (laughs) (laughs) any any it kind of like the scrape from Reese falling down that's like on his knee. Gets gets healed up a little bit, like it it was like one damage.
2: <laughs> I'll
0: step
3: in front of Reese and hold his shield up and bang on it with his fire poker. Like,
0: <laughs> I didn't know I knew this is how this was gonna go, but I can't believe this is how this is going. This is absolutely how it's going. That's the barbarian. <laughs>
1: Okay, is the, the third and remaining bunny close to me, or far away?
2: Right next to you. There's no uh, bunnies here, there's only goblins. only goblins. Only goblins, and
1: I
0: took a swing at you and missed.
1: Yes! So, she's going to try as hard as she can to pull her axe out of the snow or whatever. It wasn't the snow, the other goblin, I guess. Check! <laughs>
0: okay. To heave your great cursed axe of Astroth out of the snow
1: rolled an 8
0: you with a mighty with a mighty swing of your axe you swing it up in the air what do you roll for the attack
1: oh you got it 4
0: <laughs> you in your mind's eye you're swinging this axe down and the goblins just Gah! and It raises its club to strike you, and you you swing it down and lop its head off. And it falls to the ground. Uh, In reality, you you drop the axe back over your head, (laughs) and it falls and plunks into the into the snow, and that startles
2: the bunny rabbit, and it runs away.
1: Yes, we are victorious.
2: I'll teach them dirty goblins. Heroes all around. Heroes.
1: Good job, team!
2: You <laughs> <laughs> are the greatest warriors of all time. Oh. Let's, let's combat.
0: <laughs> Why do you sound so disappointed by <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the worst idea I've ever had. <laughs> it's the best.
3: Or It's yeah. just amazing! I love being an overdramatic penguin. So, person. something I've, I meant to <laughs> say earlier.
2: Something I meant to say earlier about... Brunhilda's, you go to barbarian school?
0: <laughs> barbarian <laughs>
1: school? <laughs>
0: it's it's taught. It's a it's an elective in the schoolhouse.
1: <laughs> you don't?
0: What, I think I skipped Rage One Hundred and One. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it, it's not part of your course. Uh, your your course path for learning.
1: It's paladin, like homeschooling.
0: So. Yeah, you we're, can tell
1: the first
3: class
0: for a paladin school. was X. You're all homeschooled.
1: We're all Every
3: homeschooled.
0: single one of you is homeschooled, Come on. <laughs> and it shows.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is off to a ridiculous start. Oh, Onward, Lord. grand adventurers! Let's go. <laughs> so you, you, after your your victory against the the goblins, your your. Your resolve has been strengthened and you forge forward into the tundra. Nothing can stand in your path. And as you move into a valley to the north a couple of hours later, you're you're very cold. It's starting to like get to you, and you didn't think that it would take so many days to find the Tundra Turkey of Lore. <laughs> But you move into a valley where it looks like the ice has cracked, and so there's these big ice walls on either side of you, and the only way forward is down through the valley. Of course. Yes, I know it's dangerous.
2: It's very dangerous, I know.
0: What's the marching order? For our
3: stalwart adventurers. Tux will probably be in the back because Brunhilde is the one who knows where to go.
1: She is leading the way.
3: <laughs> Tux will I'm be stop. singing a marching song, though. <laughs> 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 this
1: is very like uh, Lost Boys-esque. Yeah, yeah
0: that's, that's, this is definitely what I'm thinking. So, as you go down into the crevasse, you see to your right an ice cave. Is it possible? Could the tundra turkey be hiding there? You don't know. Maybe it's time to check it, or maybe you we can should... move on. It's up to I've... you adventurers.
2: at this cave is obviously tundra turkey lair. Obviously. There's there's no other explanation.
1: Wah wah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tux will
0: start
3: walking.
0: I can't deal with Tux, man. man. Wah wah. You said it, little
2: penguin. (laughs) Little puffball. Let's go. He is so inspiring. (laughs) What leadership (laughs) brings my heart to tears every time. Brings my heart to tears. (laughs) I know what I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that like that Reese is somehow related to Small. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love. Who brings my heart to (laughs) tears? (laughs) It's like his older cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I crave grilled cheese, but turkey will suffice. <laughs> I couldn't have grilled cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grilled turkey the, cheese. You guys go into this, this tunnel, this cave. The walls are smooth ice. You can they, they give off kind of a strange blue glow. To an adult, they would recognize the lichen growing on the icy walls is giving off the glow. But to you it's magic. This is obviously a magical ice layer of something horrifying and monstrous that is guarding the tundra turkey of yore. You get in and you find yourself at a great altar. In your mind's eye huge stone pillars rise to the roof depicting a horrifying creature destined to take the Thunder turkey as its own and prevent giving's day at all costs in reality you find an adventurer's camp uh that's long been abandoned that's set up in defense against like yetis and things like that so there's There's rocks set up that probably held some kind of magical enchantment, but the enchantment's long gone now. Uh, But to you, to your little imagination, it's a grand eldritch... It's a grand eldritch altar. Obviously, sacrifices happened here to some kind of horrifying creature. (laughs) And once again, get that feeling, being watched. There's a rustling in the back of the cave. And bursting forth is a horrifying creature. It's six legs on the ground. Its claws snapping. Its roasted turkey body is 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 simmering with heat and the tentacles bursting out of its stuffing hole. This is a horrible horrible transformation that you don't you can't believe in reality it's a it's called an ice crab it's just a crab it, it's a it's a fairly large crab it could be dangerous but not really But in your mind's eye, it's the Eldritch beast that this altar is dedicated to a horrible half-turkey, half-crab, half-squid, three-halves, horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Roll initiative! Oh,
1: gosh.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh, no, you got a one?
1: I rolled
0: a 1. Uh-oh. That one. Uh 13. 10. Yeah. 14. 13 total. We what 10. we got there. 17? Okay. Oh, 10. Okay, let me roll for this for this big one here. Ah, uh, okay. So, it's going to go first. It gets a surprise attack. You're so horrified by its monst- by its monstrous Visage that you just can't. I'm ah, stunned. Uh, <laughs> a, a horrible aberrant version of a turkey. It's going to attack. It's going to use. It's going to like open its tentacles and release a, a, a noxious gas.
1: Oh no!
0: Make a Constitution saving throw. Everybody! Oh no!
3: Let's go. Eighteen minus one. Seventeen.
2: Hey! Oh, look at that! Naked roll nineteen.
1: <laughs> I rolled an eleven.
0: Okay. I'm not sure what. Nineteen. Add. Naked roll nineteen. Yeah. Eleven. It's a Constitution saving throw. So right, half your Constitution score.
1: It's normally sixteen.
3: So it'd be an eight. So, so minus eight. one so whatever you rolled minus 1. Well, actually barbarians are proficient in constitution. <laughs> should they? Mhm. So,
0: she would actually have a plus 1 to it. Bam.
1: Oh, 12.
0: 12. Everyone passes. Woo! Uh, the noxious gas streams out, but but our penguin paladin raises his shield and blocks the gas and it parts around you like magic. In reality, the uh, the the ice crab, the snow crab, is just sitting there, and it's starting to bubble
1: <laughs>
0: angrily at having its lair intruded upon. <laughs> and then it is going to scuttle forward in an attempt to attack the paladin. Uh, it's going to use a multi-attack. <gasps> Uh let's see here. 18 to hit. That's a hit. 12 to hit. That's a That's miss. A miss. <laughs> uh 5 bludgeoning damage from the tentacles. It's like wrap around the shield and attempt to take it from you. Make an opposed athletics check. I have a plus one for an 11. It yanks the shield away and tosses the, sh-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> tosses the shield to the side and bears down on the group with its big nasty tenticas. Uh In reality, the snow crab has kind of scuttled forward and just like clipped on to the shield that you're holding up against it and just won't let go. And you dramatically release it. Oh, I got my shield! <laughs> and then the crowd goes, uh, And drops it on the ground.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Who got the highest? I got a 10. I
0: believe that... Who got the 19? I didn't. You're up. All
2: right. <laughs> Reese is gonna say... No! <laughs> our stalwart protector <laughs> you will pay for this Headcast. <laughs> <laughs> ray of frost ray of frost
0: okay uh, on an ice grab no <laughs> roll for the hit uh
2: <laughs> what's the math on that that's a naked roll uh 17
0: 17 so, <laughs> you you hold your hands out like finger guns and go, and, <laughs> and say, no 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 no, Kamehameha style. Kamehameha style.
2: Yeah.
0: Ray of frost, and it, it shoots out this big beam of of frost. Shoots out. Uh, roll a d100. Sixty
2: six.
0: Okay, uh, the... <laughs> in reality, a small blue spark fires out from your your, your hands and hits the, hits the crab and covers it in, like, a layer of frost, to which it raises its hands and goes, scrapes off the, the frost off its face and is, like, offended and holds its claws up. In, a, in Imagination Land, your blast... Smacks into it, freezing part of its body. But it, it, and you think you've you've immobilized it, but then it smashes through the the ice and gives off a okay. noise, and and focuses on the spellcaster. That's Bruni.
3: Was it Bruni? She rolled that one, didn't she? No? Oh yeah. I I rolled an eleven. I rolled an eleven. Minus one. I don't
0: know. Oh. That's two nat ones. That's two nat ones. (laughs) I rolled
1: a nat one earlier.
0: Yeah. What uh okay. Whose dexterity is higher? (laughs) I have a nine dex. Not half or
1: half.
3: That is mine, have. Have. Oh,
1: yeah, his is higher.
3: Okay, okay, he's first. So. He will You've see... been deshielded! <laughs> he he has been deshielded, and he sees that this foul creature has broken free of his companion's spell. And so he takes his longsword, the voice of the people, in two hands. The voice in... of
1: the people!
0: <laughs>
2: because he can't speak!
3: I hate you <laughs> <And> he, he <laughs> takes in two hands and spins and brings it up and in a downward cleave says you shall not take any more but in reality he's like wah 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 pop uh, <laughs> roll for the hit uh, that is going to be a dirty 20 dirty 20 19, uh, 19 and I have a plus 1 that'll hit alright and then what's the damage on it just the normal d10
0: or d6 it would be a a d8 bludgeoning. Ooh. Oh, that's right. It's a fire poker. That it's a fire poker. That is, actual.
3: Uh, that is going to be six bludgeoning damage. Six bludgeoning damage.
0: So, bringing down the 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 voice of the people, radiating energy off of it. Bring it down on the on the on the Katherki. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it smashes it right down the middle and cleaves a, a, a gaping wounds into the into the creature's face and it, and it it bellows angrily in reality he gently brings it down like he swings it full force but that's not very powerful and he, he hits the crab and the crab is now angry
3: <laughs>
0: and he raises his claws in in, in fierce protection of his realm <laughs> that's Bruni.
1: Oh, that's me. Okay. So in order to protect your friends as best as possible, Bruni is going to rage. If that's allowed. Can I can I rage? Yeah, you
0: can rage. You're you're in barbarian school, of course you can rage. I've never I've never met a toddler who can't rage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. And then I will attempt to hit him with my great ex Okay.
0: Uh, I rolled an eleven. Okay. Plus your uh, strength modifier for your halved for your halved ability score. Uh,
1: so plus one, well
0: so twelve. Twelve will hit.
1: Fuck yeah. Uh,
0: with a great heave, you you toss your your uh, your battle axe and end over end almost in slow motion strikes into the, the Katherki's face dealing devastating damage in reality you bring down the woodsman's axe and it just chops the crab in half
2: <laughs> just bah!
0: and but the creature lets out a shriek and falls back and with a thump goes limp on the floor of the cave spewing ichor everywhere and uh that's combat
3: Tex uh, Tex would like to roll a religious check to uh try and consecrate the corpse so it doesn't come back this unholy thing (laughs)
0: sure sure
1: smart (laughs) move
0: 16 yeah you you consecrate that corpse um (laughs) <laughs> uh, in reality you create like a little like a little gravesite for the crab <laughs> <laughs> the katherki has been brought down so what do you guys want to do in here i want to obviously loot the katherki's lair it's got to be hiding some treasures do an investigation check for me. Oh, crap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two. Two.
3: Two.
0: <laughs> so you find a, a long, uh, a long spent campfire? that in your imagination is like a giant pyre of flame and in it there is floating in the the massive magical flames is a scroll and on the scroll is the etchings of a tundra turkey
2: oh
0: i have found our prey in reality, a scroll has been burned in the fire a long time ago, and sitting on top of it, kind of half-crisped, is the drawing of a tundra turkey. Like a biological kind of study sheet from someone, yeah. from an yeah, academic, yeah But in your mind's eye, it's a magical
2: scroll that will lead you to the tundra turkey. I have found a great prize. The Kotherky was trying to summon the Tundra Turkey. <laughs> he will never. He <laughs> will never succeed. Oh my god. Anybody else? He summons you. Anybody else? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he'll take his fire poker and gesture deeper
0: into the cave. Is there a deeper into the cave? There is a deeper into the cave. Ooh. There is. It's. It seems to be a glacial, like, river tube. You know, there's those tubes inside okay. glaciers where the runoff goes through. Yeah. It seems to be a glacial, like, river tube. That runs deep, deep into the what apparently is a hidden glacier.
2: Uh, So you guys can definitely go further if you want. The penguin is right. We must venture forth (laughs) to glory. (laughs) To glory.
1: To the turkey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To giving's day. (laughs) To giving's day. (laughs) So
0: you guys head further into the the uh, glacial tunnel, and you come upon another chamber. This chamber has a similar uh, look to the altar that you just left, but without the burning, the burning pyre in the middle. Instead, there are pillars these are the same kind of pillars but they have etchings on all of them and on one is the is what appears to be an ancient glyph depicting some sort of some sort of dish that people would eat on another A triangular rune of some sort, with a small teardrop shape extending out from the top. On another, a crescent moon shape, but a little lumpy, kind of strange looking. And then, on the fourth, the holiest of holy symbols in your quest a roasted turkey investigate
1: interesting can any of you read this
3: can any of you read I these he'll mimic like <laughs> 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 he's cracking <got> his fingers
2: <laughs> he's is flippers <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he'll go up and do a religion check to inspect these holiest of holy symbols
0: okay okay yeah do a religion check and then you have proficiency in what reese
2: arcana roll me an arcana check (laughs) 13 okay Proficient in the ancient magics that's a natural 20
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes
2: everybody gets one
0: (laughs) so so tux pours over each of these symbols and he, he recognizes them from 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 the religious texts of his uh, of his people and and realizes that these are the ancient giving's day runes holy among holies he says mm. <laughs> and then with the help of his arcane proficient friend you discover that each of these is a dish served at giving's day magic holy symbols one depicting salad one depicting bread one depicting uh, pie and of course the holiest of holies the turkey dinner so now you know that these are, are magical glyphs and you know that these are Holy Givings Day symbols. In reality... (laughs) In reality... These are... These are more of those, like, protective totems. But they've got, uh, like, a grocery list staked to it. For Givings (laughs) Day. (laughs) So, how doth thou proceed there's a door a big door at the back of the uh, at the back of the circular room that appears magically locked in reality it looks like a bunch of wood from like a superstructure has fallen down that was holding the tube open
2: <laughs> we must use the runes to to open the great magical door that leads us to the tundra Turkey.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: we must guess the correct order Give what' it go do you eat first at giving day it will put his hand on the salad totem you... it glows green <laughs> that is the color of salad yes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And he'll point at the bread one. So I want to. So I want to give it a try and touch it. I'll. I'll touch the
2: bread one. Wow! It gives off a golden light. Ah, yes, it is the color of bread. <laughs> we are doing this.
1: And then. Mmm. So now is the turkey was listed last, right? Like in the.
2: In the order I gave you, yeah.
1: But it's eaten before pie.
2: <sighs> Depends on how well it you. It is been a behaving. conundrum. <laughs> Depends on how well you've been behaving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do
1: you like to translate, Sam?
3: Which could it no. be?
1: Mm. Good. <laughs> Bruni's gonna touch the turkey
0: It's gonna give off A holy white light mm-hmm. oh,
1: ah. mm-hmm.
0: And now they pie! Hey, and he goes to slap it And it goes uh, It gives off an orange light And the the magical door behind you gives off a series of clunks and clicks and begins to rotate and then it rotates out of the way. In reality, when he slaps that last pillar, it falls over and knocks all of the debris down that was sitting precariously in the upright position and it opens the way for you.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> Great work, team!
0: We have done it! Well, step closer go. to our prize? The... The chamber begins to shake
2: and rumble. We and have, uh, giant boulders
0: God. fall from the of ice fall from the ceiling. In reality, you knock some of the wood down. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Oh Maybe no, icicle or two. <laughs> the, the 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 chamber is collapsing!
1: Make a run for it!
2: Run! Run, faster, penguin man. <laughs>
3: <Waddling> <laughs> as fast as he can.
0: Everybody do an acrobatics check to Ooh. jump through it just in time.
2: Nine.
1: Dirty will... 20. 18.
2: Okay. Reese
0: quick-footed reese sprints forward and rolls out of the way turning just in time to see uh bruni follow behind him but our poor waddling friend he's getting caught he's having to avoid "Ah, ah," and he dives forward on his little belly and and slides slides. out (laughs) slides out but turns around ...and grabs his helmet out right as a rock falls down on top of it. <laughs> it's just a colander. <laughs> yeah, it's just a colander. <laughs> Indiana Jones style just pulls his colander in. <laughs> oh, that was close. You guys have survived as as snow kind of falls down from the top of the roof... ...and,
2: and piles up in the other room. Only one way forward... Oh.
0: So you head down the tunnel. You see that the tunnel is changing its in its consistency. It's now becoming less windy and more straight with the edges ridged all the way down. You follow the tunnel in a in like a 45 degree angle. And then, like, a 50 degree, then a 60 degree. Everybody make an acrobatics check. Uh Uh-oh. 18.
3: 18. Oh. I'm a penguin. I'm meant for sliding.
0: Whoosh. (laughs) Four. So, so, Bruni, Bruni's leading the way, and she's the first to slip on the steady incline and what what was a downward path quickly becomes a slide and she she takes off down the tunnel what
3: tux will get on his stomach and start sliding after her uh
0: you jump down on your stomach and slide behind her
2: reese i'll try and do the same but sliding on my butt
3: He goes noticeably <sniffs> slower. <You laughs> Usual little little nubtail as a rudder. little nub tail as was, a rudder.
2: Tail is a rudder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you begin sliding down this this basically this ramp deep into the glacier. And you get spat out as it as it comes back up, you get spat out into the air. And you fly into a snowdrift. And you find yourself in a large cavern, an unnatural cavern, and you don't need your imagination for this one. Oh, no. It's a beautiful ice cavern, stalactites of ice forming on the roof. But the area that you're in has definitely been made by something. You have entered the lair of something. And you're very much convinced it's the Tundra Turkey.
2: This is our great prize. What we have been seeking. (laughs) Come out, you coward. Face us.
0: With a deep, rumbling growl. A section of the ice wall melts. And a massive... Tundra worm which is a, a, a creature with heated sides comes out and just spits fire up into the air, and it melts the ice as it comes out. Like, 40 feet long. Just a big, like, a cousin of the purple worm. In reality... W-O-R-M <laughs> or Y-R-M? O-R-M. Purple worm. Like, the big... Gotcha. In reality, this is a... Still an ice worm, but relatively small. Like, it's it's a baby ice worm. That's created its first burrow here, and you guys just happen to fall into it. And now it's in its first, like, attack pattern that it's ever had to be in. And, oh, it's very much still capable of killing you. It's actually dangerous. It still has the ability, like, to create super heat and everything. But in your mind's eye, you, your great warriors are fighting a monstrous, like, four-story-tall ice worm that's coming down with you with a heated blade on its face. In reality, it's kind of like a little, whoop, because it's a baby. But adults do have that giant heated blade that they use to cut through ice. It lets out a roar. And... <laughs> Whee! And it comes in for the attack. Everyone roll initiative. righty. Oh boy. That is.
2: 17?
0: 17? Yeah. Okay. We got a 2 of 17. And. Seven. 7. Reese, you'll go first, then the worm. And then. Our penguin, and then our dwarf.
1: Is running an option?
0: Running's always an option. <laughs> race you're up
2: He steps forward A little bit Like kind of halfway between where he was And where the worm is And then curls up into the fetal pish- position On the ground and goes Oh no, please don't eat me, I'm so small Please No, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's using his ability called Grovel, Cower, and Bank No
0: <laughs> It's so ridiculous <laughs> roll a charisma check
2: what what kind of check is it Uh, until the end of your next turn your allies gain advantage on attack rolls uh, (laughs) against enemies within 10 feet of you
0: that's the stupidest thing
1: I've ever
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's why you picked a kobold (laughs) wow Uh, okay I can can really ham it up with a charisma check if you want do
0: it ham it up right now do
2: it I I need to see this Um, That's it that's a fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm so sorry, great and powerful worm. We will never bother you again. Please don't kill us. No. <laughs> In your mind's eye, the
0: the creature has let off a fear aura and has it has smashed against Reese, who received the brunt of it. And now he's now he's crippled by this horrifying like fear aura given off by this great and powerful monster. <laughs> but your protectiveness of your friend rallies you. And so you are given the strength of will to go on. That's the worm? Does, does that provoke an attack from the worm at all? No, it just distracts. Okay. It's distracted? It's actually I'm going to make it roll a check. I'm gonna make it roll a check to uh to see if it like consciously can avoid that.
2: <laughs> hmm, no. <laughs> like, mechanically it's to give advantage, but you can also yeah. use it to escape.
0: <laughs> well that we can use it we can also give the worm disadvantage when attacking anybody else. It's going to attack the paladin. Oh. <laughs> does a 12 hit <laughs> okay, okay. It it's it's so distracted by by the groveling that it has somehow induced it strikes down with that with that that giant heated blade but our paladin skips out of the way as it goes In reality it's distracted by the 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 wailing of the child and it too is a child so it it starts to cry too (laughs) (laughs) and like tries to bury its head in the ground which just happens to be near the penguin oh no (laughs) but in your mind's eye it made it made an attack it attacked so that is No, did you get a two? Okay, then that's our our Paladin. Our penguin. Ping ping it Pingadin. Ping-a-din. Palaguin. There it is. <laughs> palaguin. it was there somewhere. You got it. <laughs> There's something.
3: <coughs> so Tux is going to look at a race.
2: <laughs> Bureaucracy <laughs>
3: Bureaucracy
2: <laughs> Now is not time for rhetoric <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's going to, going to Try and strike down this fearsome creature Okay, roll for the hit And with a devastating lunge With an 18 Wow in one hand he wields this long sword and lunges out at this great worm it's one-handed so that's a d6 i imagine okay
0: yes for 3 damage so you lunge out and drive your sword into the enemy worm causing a spew of heat and a screech from the monster in reality you you like whack it with your with your poker and it like bounces off of its carapace, but it causes like a little bruise because it's soft because it's a baby.
1: He's squishy. You
0: just bonk it. Like, <laughs> yeah, think of like a garden, a garden like... grub, basically, like nice little squishy guy, but big. They bonk him, and it causes like a, a noticeable bruise, and it goes. <laughs> <What's>
1: that?
0: <laughs> that would be our dwarf.
1: Isn't his head in the gl- in the ground? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm.
0: He buried his head in the ground for fear.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Reese's wailing scared him.
1: <laughs> I. Mm.
0: Oh, this is a horrible monster.
1: Okay. <laughs> I feel so bad about this. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Well, while it's distracted, I will I guess I, I guess I'm going to hit it with my great axe. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, baby worm.
0: It's advantage.
1: I got a natural 20.
0: Wow. <laughs> so, Brunhilda the Magnificent raises her axe and brings it down, cleaving the head off of this monstrosity.
1: Ah!
0: In reality, it's an ice worm, so the front end of it is a very, very tough carapace, whether his back end is soft or not. The axe bounces off of it, but it scares the shit out of the poor little guy, and he screams, and and thinks he, thinking he's mortally wounded, scurries back into his hole. <laughs> but, in your, but in your mind's eye You have slain a gigantic monster A beast
1: Rah!
3: So Tux falls to his knees And with his fins in the air lets out a battle cry <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel like all the three of us Would go like, join in the battle cry
2: just... Oh yeah it, I'll, I'll get up from my groveling just Oh yeah We are
1: small, but we are mighty.
2: The tiny titans. We are the greatest warriors ever.
1: Ever. (laughs) Let's go find our turkey.
2: Where it is, dear?
0: So there is another tunnel leading out of here, and it's a more natural tunnel. Let's go. So you guys can follow that out. After winding and weaving for what seems like hours, it's like 15 minutes, <laughs> you come up upon a natural stone cave. And before you is a, is a floor made of ice. And the ice is very clear and clean. And in it, you can see big piles of treasure and gold and magical artifacts and, and periodically sprouting from this ice are these big like spiky crags of ice and trapped inside are the corpses of warriors past lining the walls are massive frozen bookshelves with books just from floor to ceiling, <laughs> scrolls, books, pamphlets, everything—just a wealth of information. It's a big, a, a large circular chamber, and in the distance, you hear.
1: What? It has to be.
2: It is our prey.
1: And we go towards the noise.
0: I have never seen such small intruders in my realm before. Many have tried to come and steal my treasures, my knowledge. None have succeeded, but you, you are quite little. I'm quite confused. And rising in the back of the cave silhouetted is a gargantuan silver dragon uh oh no mind's eye here this is a real silver dragon what are you doing here children of
2: the small folk I'm immediately going to go up and start worshipping it because that's what kobolds do (laughs) yeah <laughs> oh, 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 oh you powerful worm. you are oh, I, you are the greatest of all. I'm uh, so sorry we have intruded. Please do not kill us. with
0: a gigantic claw, this dragon pinches the back of your cloaks and picks you up, and says, You are a very small cobalt.
2: Stop, stop doing that. <laughs> I am not worthy. Oh, stop. This is ridiculous. Yeah. As you command, right. as you command, sir. Yeah.
0: The dragon places you back down on your feet. This is a very dangerous place for you, children. Children, I assume, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The of the soft stance. the soft blue eyes of the dragon cast over to the little penguin, and she goes, wah 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 wah. Then he makes eye contact with Reese and
3: just goes, wah? <laughs> oh, wow.
2: <laughs> now,
0: if, if I am not mistaken, you have stumbled in here by a mistake. There is a conflict going on that you cannot understand. And so I will not destroy you. Because you are innocent. And don't know what's happening
2: Oh you are so kind So benevolent Stop, stop, stop
0: small cold Yes listen sir To me uh, First
2: ma'am but I apologize uh, Correct pronouns please Thank you for correcting me In a <laughs> <in> cordial <laughs> nature
0: Now listen The knights you see Frozen in these Sculptures but around you Very evil people Serving a very evil dragon, a rival of mine, a white dragon. You have to be cautious. You could have wandered into the wrong cave. This is no place for children. Why have you come out into the tundra?
2: Wait. May I please speak, ma'am?
0: Permission granted, though I think your penguin friend covered it.
2: Oh, I
0: don't understand him,
2: so I, I didn't know. <laughs> yes, you may speak. We seek the tundra turkey. Ah.
0: You seek a tundra turkey?
2: Or wow. Giving's Day.
0: What is Giving's Day?
2: It is the holiday for coming together and feasting with friends and family.
0: Ah, tell me, children, tell me, players, what are you thankful for on this giving's day?
1: Easy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. you fucking sneaky bastard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You want what we're thankful for? What our characters will be thankful
0: for? What you're thankful for on oh. Thanksgiving. Ooh. Can mm.
1: mm. mm. we have multiple things? I have two things that I yeah. like. Yeah. Cool. I'll go first. I'm currently the most thankful for my chosen family. ex. My, my given family is kind of a mess, and my chosen family makes sure to, like, They all take care of me. We love you. (laughs) Um, Thanks. I'm also super excited that a boyfriend of one of my chosen family informed me yesterday that they now make pills for gluten intolerant people to have things with flour in them.
2: That is a game changer.
1: I am an absolute
2: game changer.
1: Guys, I had a croissant today for the first time in five years. How do you feel? So good.
0: <laughs> She's gonna cry. <laughs> Gordon, she how about is. you?
2: Reese? Uh, I am thankful for not being killed by dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been given a lot of opportunities that I wasn't really prepared for, but uh, sort of threw myself into them. And they all worked out well. So. Good, good. That's what I'm thankful for. Samwise? One, one. I knew it was coming so
3: profound I'm thankful that I'm here with my friends and that I can do something that I love with them and being able to share it with a bunch of people because I've met a lot of people through mentioning the podcast and how I play D&D and that this game really is great at bringing people together and I'm glad that I'm a part of this community yeah and you
0: and I I am thankful for not only my found family, but being able to have a found family and also have a very close family, blood relatives. I'm thankful for his, his blood opp- family is
2: part of my found family.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the I am I'm very thankful for the opportunity to share these stories with everyone every week and be able to do the thing that I love more than anything in the whole world and do it with success and with people enjoying what they listen to. I think that that's the most rewarding thing in my life is to be able to share stories that people really enjoy. I also have been given some very strange and out there opportunities that have worked out for me to where I can do this and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for where I'm at right now, which is leagues and bounds better than where I was a year or even two years ago. So, and I'm thankful for everyone listening right now. Thankful for all of our listeners, all of our fans. And we if you don't think stars. that means you,
2: yes, that means it you. means you,
0: especially we you. we love you. I, you in the back. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> mm. you may be in the back, <laughs> but in my heart, you're in the front. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: <laughs> so deep.
0: those are good things to be thankful for I present with you uh, to you a challenge you must defeat the tundra turkey in combat and then you may take it with you yes
2: yeah, right, you mommy. that it. is a great honor okay Leopold,
0: come forth.
1: You named...
0: Oh, he... he, (laughs) Whatever. He's just a chicken turkey thing. I don't know. Leopold, come forth and fight for your honor. And a dire turkey... comes waddling out. It's, It's like a... A tundra turkey is like a dodo bird, but with a big white coat big plume of white feathers behind it. uh, And they are twice to three times as large as a normal turkey.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Uh, So you guys are fighting a dire turkey. uh, A large beast. Roll for initiative. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, boy. For real this time.
1: (laughs) For (laughs) real.
2: Natural 20? Wow. Why'd you take my 20? I used it. I use the different dice.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, 10.
0: Uh, OK. What's. No. So our net 20 is going to go first. Then the oh, dire turkey. No. And then. The and then our paladin. Palaguin, paladin. And then our barbarian. So Reese, go first. Um, now, and use all of your your first level-like skills. You you are you are a wild magic sorcerer, so throw it out.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're in one.
0: real combat now. This is not the mind's eye. This is a real monster coming to oh, fight you. Oh,
2: okay. All right. What are y'all's AC? 15. Four- 14. 14. Never
1: mind, then. <laughs> don't
2: need that. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna just I'm gonna start it off with a ray of frost. Let's get it, let's get it. We have come for your delicious hindquarters, Tundra Turkey.
0: He is a dark meat man apparently. That is
2: 19.
0: Wow, that hits. Okay. Damn. Do your damage.
2: Four damage. Wait! Roll it wild. Roll it wild. 41.
0: <gasps> no fucking way. <laughs> what what I do? <laughs> you... <laughs> okay, so uh, you have the ability to twin spell this. Oh, shit. And... And it's an auto crit. Oh, shit. So, twin spell it, and then auto crit. So, um, for crits, remember, we're doing max die,
2: and then roll another one. Max die, onto. plus... Plus, plus the plus the second die, yeah. What's the what's the twin spell? It's just casting it twice, essentially. Yeah, you could cast it. It's it's a double cast. Okay. <laughs> so that's sixteen plus another 5, 21. Okay. Is that
0: now both of those shots are are crits? crits. Yeah. So that's
2: that's a shitload of damage so you he's gonna stare down at his hands like you fire off
0: beams of frost that just splash over the feathers of the uh, of the monstrous turkey freezing one of his legs in place Uh, his speed is reduced by 10 and he takes that cold damage that's the turkey Oh, uh, no. The turkey is going to let out his haunting
1: warble.
0: <coughs> Everyone make wisdom saving throws. Oh no. <laughs> 12. 9. 16. Wow, you all passed.
1: Hey! Oh
0: yeah! Uh, The fear courses through you. Oh, he's a real monster. We're really fighting. We're real warriors! And you supersede the fright with the excitement of actually being in a real fight. (laughs) No imagination needed. There is a real silver dragon sitting back there, and you are fighting a real monster. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) That would be... Which one of you is the... That would be yeah. That's Sam. That's uh the pe- the the Palaguin. <laughs> all right.
3: Wah!
0: And he'll charge. It.
3: <laughs> and he'll charge it and strike at the tundra Turkey. Okay. Use all of your
0: regular stats. Regular stats. Well, no, not like, not like your normal. Like all of your fighting stuff. All of the things. None of it is like homebrewed back down now. Like use your use your abilities and everything as they are. Uh, I think you can smite and stuff like that. That's level two. Damn! I have divine <laughs> sense, though.
3: That'll help. That'll help.
0: Uh, so, hit him.
3: <laughs> yeah, right now I'm just kind of a fighter. Yeah. Without a fighting style. Uh, 14? Fine. 14 will hit. Alright. I'm gonna bonk him. I'm gonna bonk him real In good. The bonk! Yep, bonk.
0: That is going to be six bludgeoning damage. Ooh! Exploding damage. Okay, you give him that whack, and a uh, and a bunch of feathers fly off, and you are you are up close with melee. Uh, that leaves uh, Bruni.
1: Okay, so she's gonna run in with her axe and attack. And She rolled a two.
2: That's a miss.
0: That's a miss.
2: That's a miss. Oh no. Uh,
0: she raises her axe above her head, but it's too heavy and it pulls her backwards and she falls over.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Top of the round,
2: Reese. Okay, turkey. It's time to be cooked. And he's gonna cast. Burning Hands. Burning Hands. And because. Our Alagwin is next to next to the Turkey and roll it with advantage. Okay. 17? That'll hit. Uh, roll for wild. One. One? Zero zero one.
0: Okay. I need you to, to roll a d10 and then roll another d10. Why? Just roll a d10 by itself, so 1 through 10. 9. Okay. 5. That burning hands turns into a 5th level fireball.
2: Oh, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> so, what is that? Hang on, I gotta Eight, look 8d6? 8d6 is the standard? 8d6 is fi- third level fireball. 66 is third level. Fifth level would be 86. 66, yeah, 86. That's what I'm. So 8d6. He has to make a dexterity saving throw. Three. Hey. So. That means that the palaguin has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, as well. Oh no. Even if I take half
3: damage, am I going to survive? Probably not. Because I have 9 max HP and I'm at 4.
0: I'll allow you a reaction. A reaction? Right. Yeah, like uh, like a dodge or uh, get out of the way kind of thing. <laughs> um,
2: I imagine it like when he casts the spell itch like it casts the regular spell and then he has a second to React while the spell just sort of increases yeah. and increases and increases. Yeah, it just keeps going. Just like, like why is it still going? Oh no! <laughs> but I, I'll roll to
3: yeah, roll yeah. an acrobatics or something for me. All right, uh, thirteen acrobatics.
0: Oh, th- yeah, that'll do it. the The flame starts to so the 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 burning hand shoots out, and it like he's like, Poof. and it was successful. But then like. It crackles, and then it starts to grow into an orb, a fireball. And where, where? <laughs> Reese is like, oh, uh, um, <laughs> get out of the way. This is bad. And, and the Palanquin goes onto his belly and slides out of the way. <laughs> uh, roll your 8d6. 30. 30 damage.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna scorch a whole bunch of feathers. He's gonna look down at his hands and up at the turkey, like really shaking up, and then goes yeah. regain his composure and be like, uh, "I told you, you're you are going to be cooked."
0: <laughs> it's going to use its bonus action to for aggressive, and it's going to. Uh, stomp forward to attack the barbarian. Pursue the barbarian uh, with a beak attack. It's going to do twelve. Nope, doesn't hit.
1: It, does it brings
0: its beak down, and you manage to like whoop. <laughs> That's all it could do. That leaves our our our, our trusty
3: tux. Back in for round two. (laughs) He's gonna bap it. He's gonna bap it. Gonna bap it real hard. Finally. I got it by 20. (laughs) Nice. Finally. Nice. Roll a d10 for me. Roll a d10. Okay. One. Okay.
0: A blue light as you raise your 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 fire poker to attack, a blue light shimmers through the area and glints off of it and the aspect of an armored of an armored being appears and like like flashes upon you and you become encased in actual armor and an actual sword in your hand with an actual shield uh, and you strike down on a thing. Deal like actual paladin damage. Oh, deal <laughs> 2d10 for the longsword? 2d10 for the longsword. One maxed and then plus your uninhibited strength modifier.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
3: Alright, so that's going to be 16 plus another 19
0: Okay, so the the the, the mighty sword slashes down and cuts open the turkey. And then the being disappears. The armor fades out, and the sword goes back to being a fire poker.
2: But the wound is very real. <laughs> like- wow, Dux that was incredible.
0: That is our barbarian. That's Bruni.
1: She's going to be inspired by her friends doing awesome things and would like to rage. Okay. Uh, just in case. <laughs> and we, we'll run up with her axe. And, like, low key, hoping something happens with it, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, key.
1: I get advantage, right? It says advantage on Strakes Check. Is that for this yeah. part or no? Okay, good. Yeah. Might have rolled a two again. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! I got an eight plus
0: an eight. Something. So you raise it up and you're like, "Come on, somebody do something cool!" And you bring it down, completely miss the chicken or the chicken, the turkey. But you you bury the axe again into the ground and then.
1: Oh no! Oh no!
0: Not the ice floor. The ice floor begins to crack and the, the turkey goes <laughs> looks down looks at you and goes and falls through the floor down into a pit filled with spikes <laughs> Kill, and dies yes the uh the dragon's just in the background going <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> Alright, you have earned your chicken. Uh, turkey. Whatever. Bipedal bird thing. Children, that was very well thought. Well thought, I'm impressed. Thank you. I, I do so enjoy watching you fight, and I see great things in your future. Now, let's get you and your turkey back home, yes? Yeah. She... Takes a, she takes the the uh, dire turkey, which is very small, in her gigantic claw. She takes it and tucks it up, and then scoops all of you up and puts you between her shoulder blades, and then gently l- casts a levitate spell, and moves up through the uh, the opening in the ceiling, all the way up through the glacier, and out into the open tundra, where it's the dead of night. She then begins to fly over the tundra towards the twinkling lights of Lonelywood. Cue never-ending story music. Uh (laughs) (laughs) The land is, is shrouded in moonlight. The aurora dancing overhead, making kind of a strange roaring noise. And as you fly closer, you can see search parties out in the snow looking for the lost children. You set down into the woods, and the silver dragon quickly polymorphs into a villager in thick clothes. With the with the turkey held under her arm big big turkey and then you guys kind of flop off of her back and uh she says all right now everyone hold hands and she holds her hand out and everybody creates like a little chain link of people and she walks out i found them i found them they were in the woods they also found something quite peculiar and she holds up the dire turkey. So, I guess Giving's Day is back on. And one of the 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 uh, the the speaker of the town comes running up and says, "Children, you know you're not supposed to wander off without telling an adult." What? <laughs> <Just> what? <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, sure. Small penguin child. What well, he said. Did you find this turkey? Yes. Yes. Wow. I guess old man Jenkins was right. There was a turkey out here. Hmm. Well, I guess giving's day is back on. Well done, children.
2: Hooray!
1: Hooray!
0: All right, well, we're going to go get it plucked and cooked for Giving's Day. Why is it missing well half of his feathers already? <laughs> what happened? Who? Why is it? Why does it look half cooked? I don't know.
1: Found <laughs> it like that.
0: Magnets. And, <laughs> and so the children of Lonely Lonelywood accompany the speaker back to their parents. And into the town proper. The polymorphed dragon backs into
2: the woods. And wait. Wait, Miss Dragon Lady. What is your name?
0: It's alright, child. You will not see me again. Be good. Live your life well. And enjoy your giving's day. I will Thank devote you. my life to your honor. <laughs> And uh, she disappears into the forest. And there are reports a few days later of a large silver dragon disappearing over the northern glacier. I will never forget you. The The next day is Giving's Day. And the centerpiece for an otherwise kind of lackluster meal is a large roasted turkey. To which the children... Of which the children are given the best portions. The dark meat, please. (laughs) And as we close on our giving's day... Our glorious giving's day tale. Remember to be thankful for everyone around you. Remember to... Love. Love hard. Be thankful for everything that you have in life. And all the adventures you get to have along the way. No pluggables this week. You guys take care of yourselves. And as always keep on rolling. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.